Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, everybody. We've got Charlene here. <laughs> Yay. And I'm in studio in New York. This is, uh, it's been a long time. It has been. We were saying that the sound is very buttery. Yes. I'm into this. Big juicy mic. sexy in here. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlene was on Juan Pablo's season of the show a long time Ancient ago. Ancient history. By the way, two weeks ago, I had Renee on. Yes. And y'all both yeah. dated JP, as I call him. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's also one of the people like you who is like a defender of of Juan Pablo. I think we're the two. You are the only two, I think. Yeah. And I couldn't get her to say anything bad. Well, just I mean, she she swears she just can't remember anything. So okay. I'm she's like, "When did he look like an asshole?" And I'm like, "Oh, I mean, I can I can definitely name a few. I mean, you know, I like write about this show. Yes. I like oh, you study know. the you, show. You know things. I, there were a couple things he did. I mean, I think frolicking frolicking in the ocean with Claire and then sort Probably. of backpedaling on that and sort of making it seem like it was her fault. Like that, it was you know he we wouldn't have mention, done it. We did mention. Okay, that. yeah, yeah, and I I think in general I, I did mention this on Ashley I and Ben's podcast. Yeah, I think that his big curse was that he wasn't really good at spreading out his affections sort of mm. equally, like making okay. like I think it was pretty clear who he was into and who he wasn't. And yeah. I don't think that when you're on the receiving end, when you're a contestant, like it's you know you want to feel like you're being treated fairly and yeah. being given fair opportunities. Right. Like, I don't know. I feel like he wasn't really good at that. Well, I think part of being The Bachelor is kind of acting in some ways. 100%. <laughs> I say this honestly every season. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. You have to, you're acting like 80% of the time. Right. You're interested in like two, two people. people. Yes. Early yeah. on. And maybe mean, three. And you have to make it seem like I'm interested in all of you and you're yeah. all great. Oh, we're talking like full day, one-on-one oh. -on -one dates where you're With like. someone you don't even like. You don't eat nothing. Make an out with someone oh oh my god i would be so bad um, we're we're i mean i'm excited to talk to you charlene because you like me i think we like to look at the uh the editing the little nuances yes i i love your blog we'll get to to all of that but let's talk about your season what your life was like before the show obviously most people go on the show um, dating is really hard or can i just say that's bullshit well, yeah. Whenever it, people say that, I just feel like that lends to the stereotype of the woman that goes on The Bachelor and she's like, you know, casually like stunning. Right. <laughs> but she's like, a oh, 10, but she like can't date. She just can't find a man. It's just so hard I, out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so absurd. And I hate and they add on that the sort of like crazy edits. Yeah. And it, you know a thing or two about that. All and, about it. Yeah. And I no, dating was not hard. You were doing well. <laughs> I was. Thank doing, you. <laughs> if I'm honest, but I, I, I mean that in a completely just matter of fact way. It's just like I was a female in my late 20s. You were looking for experiences for. Oh life. yeah. Oh, I was having a full blown third life crisis. Okay. I was living in Germany and right. doing everything I should be doing for my career, like sacrificing everything, living in, you know, moving from Manhattan to a small town in Germany, and just realizing that you know, what I had thought the career was going to look like in terms mm -hmm. of, like, personal fulfillment was not really resembling what I had okay. imagined. And 
yeah, I was kind of miserable. I was newly out of uh, a long distance relationship. My ex lived in London mm-hmm. and I was just, I had watched the show for years. So you were a fan. A fan in a guilty pleasure, okay. like, you know, I wasn't going around volunteering that information, but I was, you know, quietly, secretly okay. enjoying it. You're a quiet fan. Yeah, a quiet. <laughs> There's not many of those. <laughs> not anymore. Not no. in the age of social media. No. But in my day, Monday nights were just, I never made plans. Hmm. I would get takeout and watch The Bachelor by myself. And you can't watch it with other people. Oh, never. Because then you miss. Oh, I, I hate. To, I don't want to watch up? it. I'm trying to watch my show. Totally. And I don't want to watch it twice. No. So I want to watch never. it once, like with 100% focus. Oh, God. Yeah. Did you want to get married at that time? I have never been the kind of woman that's like fantasized about getting married or about having children or any of that. Like, okay. It's not. I was definitely a career girl, but I was open to it. But I also, I was not the kind of person that went on that show and was like, this is it. Like, I'm going to find love. It was more like, eh, yeah, he's like decent looking and like, (laughs) he, you know, ticks off a few boxes and um, it's an experience and an adventure. And yeah, that contract is in front of you. You're like, am I really not going to do this? How could you, you're reading this contract that is terrifying Terrifying. and you're still like, yeah, (laughs) Got to do this. Yeah. You can it's do whatever you want with my image. Contract. <laughs> you can film anything, anything that can or say will be used against you. Yeah. yeah. That. There's that one clause Ooh, about yeah, your, yeah. like, what they can do yeah. with your image. And I was like, Oof. I remember sitting at my kitchen table with my family and we were reading it and I, they were like, this is kind of fucked up. But I, yet, look at us. We, we both... We're you know, here, we, and we signed the yeah, dotted we, line. We, we signed that damn signed thing. Signed our lives away. <laughs> How did you apply all the way from Germany. So I would visit New York all the time for voice lessons with my then singing teacher. And because I watched the show, I know they would say like, do you, do you want to date our next bachelor or bachelorette? Chris Harrison's creamy voice. Mm -hmm. And I, so I knew they were having a casting call at, you know, ABC, right right across from Lincoln Center. And so, yeah, I was having dinner with friends at Fiorello's, which is across, like across the street from there. I went like an hour early to the casting call and you know, I was, like, dressed for dinner, not, yeah. like, over the top or anything. And I was, like, oh, holy shit. Like, it was, like, wow. hundreds of girls. It was, like, so way more hardcore. The big, the big one. The New York City yeah. ABC building. It was holy. really hardcore. Can you estimate maybe how many women were there? Between three and 500. Oof. Did they ever fly you to L.A. or anything? Yeah, or? I, I'm curious. I mean, I have, I have a hard time re- being on the receiving end of questions because oh, I have yeah. so many questions well, please for you. please ask. So. Did, you, did you mail in or did you do the so, casting call? My mom and sister kind of conspired behind my back a oh, little bit okay. and uh, made a video and okay. overnighted it to ABC in, in L.A. Okay. And maybe they have two offices or whatever. And they were really smart. They did the thing where you have to sign for your package. Oh. So it ended up on someone's desk and they had to sign it. Yeah. And the next day I got a call. They flew me out to L.A. And two weeks later we started filming. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it was really... so last minute. That is, All of, they were already finished, done. Wow. Yeah, that's actually. I mean, no. in a weird kind of sick way, that's like a really big compliment because that means they like you know parted yeah. the sea for you. I, well, that's why I thought like this is going to be the best experience ever. And you definitely like, like they... bumped someone. There's oh, no question. We oh, know yeah. that they're how that works. And I'm how... fully aware that that was not normal. Yeah, but I was also like, so that's why I thought like, oh my god, I must. This must be the gods telling me yeah. something. I, I mean, I also, like, because I spent a lot of time thinking about this. Yeah. Um, it, like, I do think there's a sense of the flattery involved, mm-hmm. especially when getting totally. that kind of treatment. Like, I know that when I went to that casting call, 
Lacey, she's the I remember, casting yep. director, yep. she like singled me out, came over to me mm. during that producer video interview and like handed me a packet being yeah. like, you're in the next round. Here's my cell phone number. Call me at any time. We can oh. talk about any questions. And I was like, part of me is like, do they do this with everyone? You know, like I'm I just the same thing. Yeah. You get you, the flattery is, is a, is it's a good, real thing. But it's also like it, it kind of gets you make not cocky but it definitely pumps you up in a way that you think you're someone special absolutely and i mean i think that applies throughout the entire filming experience as well Yeah. yeah Mornings can be hectic, but we can't forget to eat a nourishing breakfast before we head out the door. Let Daily Harvest help you with that. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced, chef-curated smoothies, savory bowls, overnight oats, and more, all built on fruits and veggies. So in just five minutes, I have real organic fruits and veggies, and I'm starting my day off on the right foot. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until it's time to eat, and there's more than 50 nourishing options that take one step to prepare. Add water or milk to a smoothie, heat up a harvest bowl, do as I do, almond milk in my overnight oats. All of Daily Harvest ingredients are carefully sourced for the best flavor. And you can see all the fresh ingredients when you open your cup. Try Daily Harvest, the easiest, most delicious way to load up on fruits and veggies in the morning or whenever you want them. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter the promo code OLIVIA to get three cups free in your first box. That's promo code OLIVIA for three Daily Harvest cups free at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com. Someone wrote in, um, have you watched your limo entrance in the present tense? And do you remember the nerves you were feeling in that moment? Oh, that's a really good question. And you know what? No, I have not watched it. And yes, I do remember the nerves. I I mean, as Renee said, I listened to the podcast with her, like, I I pretty much blacked out. That's Uh, a common thing. Everybody does. Everyone says that. I did. Yeah, yeah, I remember feeling really nervous in the limo, and then the next thing I knew, I was like drinking inside the mansion, <laughs> and, and there's 50 people yeah, in there, yeah, and, and all the, and you're surrounded by like goddesses, and, and you're like, what is happening? Ugh. Even you can prepare yourself mentally, but it's just nothing really. So you've never you watched your entrance, though. Not I mean, in, I watched it on live TV. Like I had a couple of friends over and my sister t- to watch it. Mm-hmm. I was in Ottawa, where I'm from, and that's I've never watched it since. I don't really, I have a hard time. <laughs> Roll the tape. Hilarious. Yeah. I have a hard time. I mean, even when I do recap videos every week yeah. for Flair, I, I don't watch those back. I don't know if you have a similar thing. Uh, it's funny, actually, because I went to a speaking engage. I have no idea why they wanted me to come to Kansas State to talk about the show because we feel this, like that was so long ago. Yeah. But watching clips of me was horrifying. I mean, I can only imagine with you, too, like also just because that. so much of your edit was like, taken out of context or taken out of chronological order or just like clearly like cherry picked for the least flattering moments possible. But I literally, I was watching and you know, this whole thing, I I was just supposed to talk about the show and things like that, but I'm watching and I'm getting so fired up because I'm like, that's not what happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I meant. This is not what happened at all. (laughs) Yeah. So it is, it is weird and I don't enjoy. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I remember crying. I mean, I remember crying after episodes, like seeing episodes of mine and just being like, like, how do I write this wrong? You know, like, this is not what happened. you have to stay quiet. Oh, it's the worst. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So then I would spend the the many years following, recapping and (laughs) talking about it. Yeah. The two people who were like, this was so painful. Let's talk about the show and interview people about it forever. In a completely unbiased way. Oh, we're so unbiased. (laughs) What was your first impression of Juan Pablo? I mean, I, he was, 
he was good looking. That's never really been my, for me, I'm, what's the term? Sapiosexual. Yeah. Like I'm a mind person. Like you could be not you could be conventionally like a four, attractive. but have the best mind ever. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Yeah. Like it's all about the banter and the, you know, that just sort of airtight connection. Yeah. And so on that front, I didn't really, I wasn't really feeling it, but he okay. was like conventionally attractive. And again, it had taken so long to so much buildup. We've talked about that. That's right. sort of like there's the you're so pumped up. Yeah. That I mean, I was honest in my ITM directly following where I was like, eh, it's yeah. kind of underwhelming if I'm totally honest. But like you were I guess I'll stick this out. <laughs> we're gonna talk about your underwhelmed Ness. times. <laughs> Ness, yes. Who were you hoping the bachelor would be? Brooks. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Brooks. Uh, or I actually thought Brooks was gonna win before he left. Mm. Well, I think everybody did. Yeah, he, yeah. To, and then to he me, left. the viewer, he yes. was a shoe in for the win. Yes, my actually, and Des ended up picking Chris, and they're happily ever after now. But I, I also liked Chris. But pretty much the two of them, I was into, okay. and I'd be like, I'd be done with either. And then Juan Pablo came in as a sort of like major the dark horse. <laughs> yeah, major. let me just throw <laughs> some random choice in there for yeah. you guys. You had your first conversation with Juan Pablo. Obviously, you got the first impression rose. Obviously, he was blown away by your conversation. Were you blown away by the moment? I mean, in short, no, but it was, again, part of it, I was blacked out. I'm not going to lie. Like, all I remember was talking about how I am a, I was at the time a struggling pescatarian. (laughs) And I lived in Germany, which is extremely meat centric. And I remember describing to him, like, ordering pea soup and there being a a huge (laughs) wiener in it. (laughs) We talked about, you know, living you know, in a different place where you right. struggle in a second language and things like that. And True. so I do think we had some things in common that mm-hmm. maybe he didn't have in common with other people, but it was, it was a good getting to know you conversation. Nothing that was like blue electric. Away. Okay. Steph Ventura, um, love this question. Was she seriously edited or was she really shocked that he gave her the first impression rose? Her commentary and body language made me think she didn't want the rose. <laughs> Because I think you, he said, will you accept the rose? And you said, sure. <laughs> I did say sure. Um, this is, I, I, there's few th- times in my life that I've been as surprised. I honestly think I was less surprised when Andy proposed. And he did surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, okay. when he came back with this rose, first of all, like, you have to get inside the mind of, like, a hyper-analytical, like, person who has watched mm-hmm. a show. Yeah. And... I felt kind of lukewarm, had talked about feeling lukewarm in my ITM following, and then skipped to later in the evening where he brings me the rose. I was like, oh, my God, the producers told him to give me this rose because Because I... Because you were feeling lukewarm. Yes, exactly. And so I was like, my mind was going a mile a minute, and I was like looking off in the bushes. I could see the producer I had talked to, and I could see a lawn and these other bushes off in the distance. the bushes. The bushes. The bush hiding. (laughs) And I was staring at the rose, and I was like, I don't want the rose if it's because... I don't am the lukewarm contestant right. like, and therefore it's like interesting for TV. Right. But if he actually is giving me the rose, then you know what I mean? So I was like having all this like inner I love turmoil. that that all was going through your brain yes. in that moment. And I just had like a shock look on my face and I was like, sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think as a viewer in like na- in the now, I would love to see that. Yeah. It's not, it was not my intention. Like my mind was like racing, but I, it was an honest reaction, but people did not like it. They no people were pissed. Well, how dare you? Yeah. Not be grateful for <laughs> yeah. that rose. Wow, verbatim, yes. Olivia. Well done. Uh, you should be grateful. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the girls didn't see you say that, but it seemed like in general, 
a lot of the girls were just like, what what connection do they have? What's their really like? Charlene doesn't even like him. Whatever. Yeah. Did they ever vocalize any of that to you in person, or just say that in ITMs? Oh, they just behind my back. I classic. Would, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I remember hearing much later, like in episode five or something, mm-hmm. that you know it was said to someone who and was said to someone else and someone else, and then it came back to me that. I apparently said that I hated him. Oh my <laughs> I'll never God. forget this. And I was like, <sighs> and I distinctly remembered the only time I'd ever said anything was on night one, mm-hmm. again, before I got the rose and after I had had my time with him. Yeah. Just as I had said in my ITM, I was like, it was a little, someone had asked how the conversation was and I was like, honestly, it was a little dry. <laughs> Which is true. It was dry. And I said that. I was completely honest. I didn't know him yet. But, you know, just yeah. based on that first conversation, it was a, just, you know, you know what it's like. It was like. just a conversation. It was a conversation. And I guess that girl, I know who the girl is. I will not name her name. But oh, I, come on. I, <laughs> You're no fun. Suffice to say, did not make, she did not make it super far in the season uh, anyway. Oh, okay. But I'll never forget, we were in the kitchen. Like, that, that some things, like, just are engraved in your mind. Of course. And I don't know who she told, but it, apparently that was a rumor that just sort of mm. cooked like, and simmered for weeks until I would hear about it in week five, and it was a game of telephone, and I apparently said I hated I hate Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo. Yeah. You're expected to be head over heels. You're expected oh, to be from talking. Oh, from day one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, which is why you were such a conundrum for people, because... <sighs> the irony is, like, I, he really did grow on me, actually. Like, he I, did. Yeah. When yeah. everyone was like, oh, my God, just leave already. You clearly don't like him. It's, that wasn't the case at all. Like, I was having... You know, I liked him. Yeah. Like, there was a, what he, did you like about him? He asked questions which i think is actually a dying art people assumed he didn't ask any questions i mean when andy went home she was like you never asked me any questions so he did ask questions a lot like Mm. i that was something i said at women tell all even though it was not his first language and so i do think that's something people do not take into consideration like they just assume that he's dumb because he doesn't verbalize himself the way he would (laughs) like it's just my mother uh speaks english as a second language like i And I lived at the time in a country where I couldn't speak my native language. Like, I think I was very, I think that I perceived that differently than some people did. And I had more patience for it. Yeah. More understanding of it, maybe. And I do think he was very curious. He asked a lot of questions about just what my life looked like, you know, what my thoughts were on things. Like, Mm -hmm. we talked about shallow things and deep things. And he, I, I, I won, you know, if he, if there was not the language barrier, because I am such a word person mm-hmm. and like a, yeah. like I said, sapiosexual and like yeah. just fully understanding that airtight connection, which I think it's hard to have right. if someone is not as, you know, proficient in their right. second language. I, you know, I actually think we had a lot of things in common. Like he mm-hmm. really did grow on me. And you guys <laughs> made out a lot too. We made out a lot. Did you see Juan Pablo have a connection with anyone in particular that you thought would go really far? Nikki and Claire. Yeah. I... I knew it was between Nikki and Claire. I thought, you know, part of me knew we had something. I, I, I didn't really know where I stood, but, like, I felt like I could really see it with those two. Okay. And we would discuss it. Like, all the girls would be like, oh, yeah, it's between Nikki and Claire. And Andy's going to be back. Isn't that so fucked up? Yeah. Oh, totally. But you're sitting in a house, and you're supposed to be vying for this guy, but you're also fully aware that he's going to pick this person. Yeah, and I also took that as a sign that I wasn't as into him as maybe I should be because instead of feeling any kind of... Like sinking. Yeah, jealousy or being like, oh, like, well, that really, that's not cool. I was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. What behaviors did you see that made you think that? Oh, God, Olivia, you ask so many good questions. (sighs) Him and Nikki, they had a similar, like, too cool for school-ness to them. And I don't mean that in a 
negative way, but like right. they were Nikki was she was like negative Nikki in a in an amusing way. Like she was like mean funny. Do you know what I mean? Like she's one of the funniest people, honestly, I've ever I've met. I've never met her, yeah. She's very funny, but she's like like she's just she's quick okay. and very dry and sarcastic and like cutting. Really cutting. Like she a lot of people did not like her because she was she was kind of a bitch sometimes. Like she could be. Could would she have been the villain had she not won? I am still shocked to this day that Nikki was not the villain. And I think the really? only reason oh. and again, I say this, I like Nikki. Yeah. Like I follow Nikki. I were I it's would okay. hang out with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I it's not anything like that. I left thinking of Nikki as a friend. But she was not she was not like a, a, a always a nice person on our season. <laughs> always. You know, like it, that's a, it's a very yeah. it's a pressure cooker, you know. To, None of us are you, at our best. To other girls? N- not to me to so much, but again, she was just like very short-fused. Okay. I would say she was very moody and short-fused. But like she she was also like really cool and funny. Like it's she was just had an edge to her that I appreciate it because I would mm-hmm. always rather honesty like I would far prefer someone I don't know if you feel the same way but someone who's yes. just like of course yeah someone yeah. who's just like frank and a bitch when they're feeling bitchy and like nice when they're feeling nice but just totally. like you see all their colors and what you see is what you get rather yeah. than someone who has um, some kind of veneer I do think if Juan Pablo if the like production had not turned on him and if he had not become the villain she if the bachelor would, himself was not the villain it would have been her i personally i'll never know i'll never go this Can is just we, me speculating i love speculation yeah i think she would have been the next courtney robertson like villain winner so many villains seem like they have that personality kind yes. of just the, you are who you are yes when you're a bitch you're a bitch you want to be honest you know yeah. that to me is like villain heaven 101 yeah. They always need one of those. So they, 100%. That's yeah. Funny. Do you feel like you are that way? 100%. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're not in the mood, you're not I in the mood. I am not in the mood. You're between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Like either you fake it and it like eats you up from the inside out, Ugh. or you have no friends and are clearly yeah. going to be the villain. And it's like, what do you do in that situation? Right. It's really just how the cookie crumbles, who you end up living with mm-hmm. and like what personalities clash and which ones don't. But I think I got pretty lucky mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, who I lived with. But it, sometimes yeah. it's just. Who were you close with? I would say my closest friend from the show is Kelly. Okay. Dog lover. Yep. Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Leaving the show, my closest friends were, I would say, Kelly, Kat, Hurd. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Andy Dorfman and and Nikki-ish. Nikki, you never really knew where you stood with Nikki, but I liked her. (laughs) So, obviously, season goes on. blah 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 we're really like going this is like we're talking five plus years if we go back to all the little minute things we're gonna drive. well no everyone will tune out because it will be the most boring well, ever. you were to the viewer's eyes a front runner in many ways i thought at least watching watching you. it back i realized that was true for it's sure not I, I felt like somewhere towards the front but not a front runner i mean i think had you not sent yourself home you would have been final three at least i don't disagree with that in retrospect but in the filming situation i i felt i was going to get a hometown yeah he Uh, said you were i think yeah he said but again in the filming situation you don't know Mm -hmm. i watching it back he even said on tv she was going to get a hometown and i was like i was like okay well that confirms yeah what i thought but i you know i didn't it's people think that you know what's going on with all these other relationships no, or you know you where no you stand. Like, yeah, you have, you have nothing to compare it to. No, and unless people talk about their relationships, which a lot of, at least on my season, people were kind of like tiptoeing. How was the date? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was good. good. <laughs> What'd you guys do? <laughs> we we repelled the whole time. <laughs> yeah. 
He told me I'm the one. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really do that too much. Wait, so did you know during filming that it was Lauren Absolutely. B? You did. Wow. A hundred percent. Wow. Was that not weird? Because you really liked him. I did. But I also, <laughs> when I started self-sabotaging was when I knew it wasn't. I did like him. Yeah. But when I knew it wasn't me, I was like, I just started freaking out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and do, do you think you are a competitive person? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. By nature, for sure. Okay. But, but. And are you a jealous person? No. Oh, interesting. I was never jealous of anyone. Yeah. I was more frustrated because I started seeing him connecting with other people mm-hmm. and I still was not getting a date. Yeah. And I knew like... Did you ever get one? No. That's the weirdest... I, are you the only one in history to yeah. get the first impression rose and not get... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, um, you feel like you're not even getting the chance. No. Yeah. So it was just... It was more like I completely self-sabotaged in every way. Did you watch that back, that side of it? Because you said you didn't watch I it. I watched a couple clips. Okay. Um, and you can tell, like, in Vegas, I, I don't... It's, uh, I just watched I, this I scene. I mean, I know your season well, so if you want to go I just watched this scene Which at one? Kansas State. It's... I did the cake, and yeah. obviously I had a panic attack. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to him afterwards and I, I just wanted to be like I'm sorry I did that and it was really weird and then there's a scene of me in an ITM and I'm literally just staring off into space chewing my thumb and my brain is just going crazy of me being like this is not good like I'm freaking out right now yeah because dates going on dates going on everyone's getting time and I just wasn't getting any time yeah and the time that I was getting I felt like I was just constantly trying to like sell myself how do you how do you sell you yourself just, in two minutes? Yeah, or, or at all? Like, yeah. why would you want to be with someone right. who you have to sell yourself to? But at the same time, you are being fed information every minute of every day that this is someone you I'm should want, to be and with. therefore you should sell yourself to. Exactly. I remember watching that date, and man, that was really hard. Like, who convinced you to do it was that? Producer. Yeah. Okay. I think I know who too. I remember thinking, "What the hell am I going to do?" Everyone, everyone was, we only had literally 10 minutes to decide what yeah. we were going to do. Yeah. And I see a producer in the corner yeah. wagging their She's finger. She's w- wagging, wagging her finger, finger towards yeah, her. Sure. <laughs> and they, there was a cake and I was like, what the fuck is this? And they said, here's this cake. Like, So they didn't present the cake to everyone as an no, option. No, just me. You know what the other thing that bothered me about that is that everyone was like, oh my God, she's so like scantily clad coming out of this cake. It's like literally that you... Kayla, and you know I yeah. love Kayla, she did a belly dance yeah. and wore literally the exact same amount of the coverage. Same outfit. Yeah. And then, like, of course, you know, the, the clown music that they played was not the music that <sighs> was... The clown music. Yeah. I, I, I hate that music. It's amazing it. how powerful it is. It's, I, would, I wish we could watch the show with no music in the background. Just to it see how you feel everything. about people yeah. when it's just that. Or like talking. the ominous music. Yeah. You know. Or just, yeah. Yeah. Like if someone kisses with just tinkly romantic music versus the... It's, mm. It completely changes people's <laughs> Every, vision. Yes. Let's just talk about the end of JP stuff. Okay. You choose to send yourself home, which wasn't really done that much. Yeah. It's interesting because, I mean, I felt like it had been, like Brooks had just done it. He, in a far but he more, was like, but yeah, that but he was, was like far, like he was further along. Um... I, I guess maybe because he seemed really torn about it and like really, really mm-hmm. like into her. Something about the way I did it was really like a lightning rod and mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. I yeah. wish I could take credit for being the first person to do that, but I really wasn't. Do it. <laughs> take the credit. No, I, I really, <laughs> I think that it, you, maybe it was just the way I did it. I don't know. I I was not the first to do that. No. <laughs> One of the first that you, you could say. But you did seem really torn. I mean, you it, it to me at least, it seemed like that was a hard choice for you. Yeah, in retrospect, of course, I'm like, well, obviously, but it's funny in the yeah. t- in the moment I was 
I, I mean, I had to do an entire one-on-one date knowing I was leaving, but I was, I had to pretend that I didn't know. So yet. you knew you were leaving going into the date. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I was like told, I was like, can't I just do it on the date? And they're like, no. So you had to pretend the whole day. Well, and yeah, and of course, unfortunately, the date went really well, and I was like, "Oh wait, should I? <laughs> wait, maybe, maybe yeah. we'll make out a couple more Literally, times, and maybe I, I'll be okay." I left the date and was in a car with with this producer, and I was like, "Ah, I was like, that was like a really good date. Like, should I do this?" And he was, I think, he, of course, they were like, "No, you should, you should stay." No, I think they were face palming at that point. They were just like, "Make a fucking decision. <laughs> we're done with this. Just send her home. We'll just send her." Well, home. I think at that point they had really you know, done a lot to sort of lead yeah. towards this big, you know, and of course, the, you know, they wanted the date to go really well. So it was this like extra, you know, I don't know, maybe extra this, is painful. A, this is just me again, speculating. But yeah, I did this date knowing that I was leaving. Yeah. This, that was the plan. And I left the date feeling less sure because it was such a good date. And I was like, oh, what were you missing? I felt like a hometown, you know, you're we're talking five years ago it was it was a different time yeah you know there was no instagram right i mean we would end up getting instagram followers from my season but we were one of the first like it was you would never go on the show thinking there is a clear benefit to me to stay on this show for another week right i'm gonna get a million followers yeah yeah exactly nowadays you stay one more episode and you you know get a hometown at least it's insane like and I would love to say that that would not have altered. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. In the situation, you know what a pressure cooker it is. And mm-hmm. like, you were just sort of losing your mind. Mm-hmm. And I the thought of bringing him home and introducing him to my parents as like a legitimate, like potential husband. Like I couldn't, it was, I would officially be like lying. I'd be faking it, acting, Yeah. you know, and acting for that one-on-one date was, I mean. You already had enough. done enough of that. You were like, I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah. Had you seen any red flags at that point? No, I mean, he was honestly, I... I will all forever be one Pablo's defender on this. I don't think he's perfect, but I don't think he deserved the hate. Yeah, the hate that he got. Yeah. Like, there was an example where he, at the end of this day, we were supposed to be on a paddleboard with lights underneath. It was like a sponsored thing. Oh, of course. Yes. And he was clearly not into it. Like, he was kind of put his foot down, sort of, not a tantrum, but he was like, no, I don't want to. Well, I think most leads would be like, do whatever yeah like ask. okay we'll be yeah. we'll be a good sport and he you know things like that he's just difficult but, but that's probably i feel like production oh they hated, hated him. him yeah absolutely i asked renee this question and i'm gonna bring it back to you yeah did production ever express to the ladies that they thought juan pablo no, was annoying never in the after of course math. yes yes but during it was like isn't it like doesn't he look so hot today? Like, did you, didn't you have, like, that date was so great? Like, mm-hmm. nothing. They would never. To, to give him the edit that he got, mm-hmm. they had to really hate him. Yes. But I'm also sitting here thinking, you guys stayed. You were gung-ho. Like, obviously, they were doing this two, two Oh, totally. They thing. were playing both sides, for yeah. sure. They would never. Uh, they, to my last day, were like. I He's remember the one. He's even the after I'd left, the producer was like, when, when we came, when you're, the door mm-hmm. knocked, he, you know, he said, I know it's Charlene. Like, she's leaving. And like, like, just like she, she wouldn't even, I had already left. She could have been like, you know, we actually didn't like him. (laughs) Like the way she said it was like, poor him. Like, he's so great. So funny. Kim Babayan. Uh Uh-huh. She recently just said she wasn't as close to her bachelor friends. I thought she was close to Andy Dorfman. What happened? Um, I wouldn't say anything happened. It's more like 
people assume that, you know, you go on the show and you leave and you're like the best friends forever. Like, and, you know, you contemplate getting tattoos and oh, and like best friend bracelets. Yeah, yeah, forever memorializing your Bachelor experience. It's like life goes on. Like I didn't, my, my husband's not in the Bachelor world. Mm-hmm. I, um, and Andy is actually, she's super not in the Bachelor world. Yeah. And I, for the most part, I'm like, I consider myself an involved Bachelor alum. To, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I guess you don't, you don't have to be, but like I watch the show, I recap the show. Like I think it's a fun thing that I do. It's one of the cookie jars I yeah. have my hand in, yeah. you know. I don't it's more that you sort of grow apart, you realize you don't have as much in common as yeah. and it's not even like like you have some like friendship breakup. It's more that you just sort of gradually grow apart. I wouldn't there I would I have no ill will towards her. Like I I yeah. would hang out with her. It's just more like you just sort of grow in different directions. It's very sweet that people are as invested they are as yeah. they are, but at the same time, it's like I do feel like they'd be disappointed a lot of the time by the lack the of, lack of a real, juice. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes there is no tea to spill. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about your blog because I love it so much. You're sweet. First of all, what's all the pretty pandas? My corner of the internet, like you know, a place that you can just be your creative self and yeah. It's just my baby. I love my blog. I love, I love your my ba- re- I love your baby. You're so sweet. It's one of my I don't do many like bachelor recap things, but I There's a lot, yeah. But yours, holy shit. It's Thank so you. wonderful. How do you balance your bachelor friendships and also write it's about people? Hard. It's really hard. Yeah. It's hard and it's a challenge every single season. Yeah. Especially since um I a huge part of my recaps is to identify the clothes and mm-hmm. oftentimes that involves me asking the girls to identify the clothes and then they might do something really shitty the next week and I'm like oh, I really wish they hadn't done that meanwhile if they hadn't you know been yeah. so sweet to me you know of course I am I am human if someone if I write to someone I'm like hey I love the sweater like can you ID it for me and they're like oh my god like surreal to hear oh from you I love your blog like hope to meet in New York sometime and then they do so I'm not gonna be like that bitch <laughs> you, know, like, you might in fact yeah if future people were to go on the show and wanted to get you know for me to be soft on right. my recaps just be really nice to me early <laughs> have you ever heard from anyone that you've written about no Oh, never. Although I have, I mean, I remember bumping into Robbie Hayes for the first time, and I was very honest about him. It's a lot easier mm. with the men, well, because I don't need them to ID fashion. No. <laughs> I never was offended by anything you wrote about me. I mean, it was honestly so easy to recap you, because it was so clear that you didn't deserve what you got. Yeah. I feel that way about Nick. There's a couple of villains over the years where I'm just like, this is what so obviously yeah. unwarranted. You can disagree with your actions, but to like completely vilify someone for it is, yeah. is going too far. What I want to know is how much time goes into your post. Too much time? Eight to ten hours a recap Holy shit. or more. It depends. Sometimes the fashion section just like is a time suck and other times it just happens really quickly and naturally. Yeah. I get the episodes in advance now, which is life changing. Yes. So you can have it ready to go or. Yeah. So that usually gives me a head start with the fashion. I can start making the, you know, the little videos, the the gifs or gifs. Some people say gif. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can get a head start, but it. You know, they take a long time. People are always like, like I would care more if they came out earlier. I'm like, then just don't read it. Then don't. <laughs> you guys wait because they are so, they're so good. I mean, the effort that you put into pointing out the Frank inviting and the, you know, look at how she's wearing this shirt here and then she's wearing this shirt here. It's just, maybe it's just because I wish people saw that more. And so I want everyone to. That's why I do it. Yeah. Honestly, is like I left and I 
I watched the show obviously so differently after having been on it. I'm sure you felt the same way. And you hear your own words chopped up and put back together and you and you the worst was like seeing myself say something from weeks later and it was put in like you know I said in week five it was said Mm -hmm. in week three that's when they aired it and things like that that really I felt so cheated Mm -hmm. you know like you just don't feel like you're being properly represented yeah and so I was really it mattered to me that I show to the best of my ability and Mm -hmm. using only what we see on tv like not any tea or juice or whatever right you know, based on what you see on TV, there these are things to think about because, you know, uh, like the one time actually that kind of blew up was with you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Do we want to talk about it? Yeah. Is there time? Well, there's always time for <laughs> there's me. Always, well, I mean, you know, there was one time where you, I'll never forget this because mm-hmm. it was the, only, the, the first and last time this ever happened. So I now only recap using what you see on TV. Mm-hmm. No intel. I don't ask anyone what happens. Like, I'm just going to analyze this. And I remember that time you had one-on-one time with Ben. Mm-hmm. It was at a rose ceremony. And he had just uh, told everyone about a loss and mm-hmm. a family friend had passed. Yep. And they showed your one You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm just saying this for no, the I, yeah, No, I <laughs> know. Um, yeah. They showed your one-on-one time and where you proceeded to talk about your cankles. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, that, that bitch. bitch. <laughs> Jinx. Oh, you my soda. And funny. I was like, there is no, no one <laughs> would do that. No one would do that. And and now, of course, if now if I was faced with that yeah. same situation, I'd just be like, uh, there's no way That's she did impossible. that. It's absolutely, literally impossible. Yeah. And I would, you know, analyze it to death and try to find ways. But, you know, in that situation, I wrote you mm-hmm. and I said, Tell me what happened. Yep. And, and I, I post wrote you yeah, a long Yeah, answer. you said you gave me a long answer of like how you came to that, like yep. where in the conversation you mentioned this yeah. and how it was just an example to express like, you know, More, your insecurities yeah. about yeah. greater things. I mean, it was like a, a few seconds in what was clearly a far larger, more meaningful conversation. It, it, I should have never even brought up something that deep. I should have known like they can't. I mean, but could have, would have, should have. Yeah. Like, I feel you? like you could analyze so many things about this show. from that You could, but... ABC was pissed. Was pissed. Yes. And they made you take it down, didn't they? Yeah. They made me take it down. And it was like, I was upset about it. Because clearly, I was not disrespectful to the show. I was just like, hey, this is food for thought. This is the other side of that coin. And, you know, unfortunately, you were still within the confines of your year-long which contract. I broke very quickly. Well, yeah, so. and I, I mean, I still, f- I still feel bad about it, but like... That certainly I... wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I mean, I had done much worse before that. Do you ever feel like because you do what you do that you are blacklisted? I don't think so. I, I mean, I feel like I'm on... I, I saw Alon in Vancouver. His girlfriend was filming a show there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that... But it's something we don't really talk about. Here's the thing. I get the, I get the episodes in advance mm-hmm. from a producer. Like, they gotta know. Nope. <laughs> like, so they... Oh. I think that what okay. they like is that... I, you know, there I've had hundreds of people mm-hmm. at this point tell me they watch the show because of my recaps now. Like they oh, don't, abs- or they at least watch the show completely differently. So if, you know, if I'm tuning into a, a different kind of audience than your usual mm-hmm. and, and they watch from a different angle, but they're still watching, then is that, it's better than nothing. It's sort of like 100%. reality, Steve, like people even knowing spoilers still watch a show. Of course. It's just, it, that to me doesn't seem like the battle to pick. What was the, to you, the most egregious form of frank inviting that you watch that frustrated you um i mean this is just the one that comes to mind it probably isn't the most egregious yeah. but i remember seeing myself after my first kiss with juan pablo which was horrible 
It was a horrible <laughs> kiss. And I said in my ITM, I was like, that was a really bad kiss. <laughs> and then they took an ITM from like a week or two later where I was like, I really like him. And, and, just, and they put that in there. And so it made it seem like I thought it was a good kiss. You thought it was a good kiss. And I was like, that's just like mean. Oh, no. <laughs> like that wasn't necessary. You know what I mean? Like I, if anything, it would be entertaining to see me say, yeah, that was a shitty kiss. Like, and to go along with this whole not carishness ways of just kind of like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It kinda, speaks to a greater issue. Yeah. with Grinds the, your gears. Yeah. It, it grinds it really my does. gears. I'm like, God, that's not even... Yeah, it speaks to just how the liberties that they take. It yeah. goes beyond just moving words around right. and taking clips of different. Well, it's like changing the the changing history. Do you think that bachelors and bachelorettes, their fashion is getting better or worse? I would say worse. I agree. <laughs> Yay, I passed. Some <laughs> of the shit that they're wearing and they're getting dressed. It's just becoming a little try hard. I hate that it's all so designer all the time. Yeah. I think it's actually way more relatable, you know, when you have some mix of high and low. And, you know, Jillian Harris to me was like, such, she was really well dressed. Yeah. I love Caitlyn's style. I just feel like now there's just a lot of sequins all the time. It's- you wrote about my first night dress and you said I'd sequins and usually I would hate it, but I didn't hate it this time. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that was a great dress. Let's talk about Andy. How did you meet Andy? Oh, Andy. We met, uh, we happened to sit next to each other at a at a, a fundraiser for ocean animals in Tribeca at the Woolworth building. There's a, an event space in there called the Woolly. And yeah, we happened mm-hmm. to sit next to each other. It was kind of like a, a bar setting, if I'm honest. Okay. But it was like, I don't know, I just, he, he really stood out to me. He looked like Richard Gere. My, he I does call him look my like Jewish Richard, Richard Gere. Gere. Yeah. <laughs> wow, he does. Yeah, but like a Jewish Richard Yes. Gere. He's, he's. Such a good dude. He is. I think I did all right. Yeah. yeah. You, you won. Did he's you... a really good sport about all this, like, you know, about hanging out with Bachelor people. And he's, he's, he doesn't watch the show with me. He can't. He, he, he can't. won't do it. Yeah. He did for a while, like the first year or two where we met. But now he's just like, I can't. Which sucks because I love his input on it. I love asking him. Yeah. And sometimes I'll make him watch a certain scene. Yeah. Just to get his, like, man input. Mm-hmm. But no, he, he's just as involved as you know, he should be. <laughs> and he's met Juan Pablo, hasn't he? He's several They're times. Friends. Yeah, they talk about boxing. They're both like huge boxing fans. Did he immediately to you have that cerebral? Yes. Without question, instantly. That... Within five minutes, I was like, this is something special. By the, you know, within a week, we were like, eh, this is probably, it's probably it. We're probably. Yeah. And I don't even, person. here's the thing. I feel like a crazy person saying that. Yeah. I never believed in that. Yeah. I always assumed that people who said that were just like had low standards or weren't that analytical Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sounds really no snotty but you know what i mean like i was like how can you really think that how can you really just know and i don't know i i just found someone with whom i'm so compatible i i don't believe in the one i really don't but i think i would be really hard pressed to find another human being on this planet with whom i am more compatible than i am with him let's go to opera we have a couple (laughs) opera questions oh is it okay okay um, as long as there's questions, I don't want to talk about anything that I don't that people are not interested in. No, so, okay. Th- these are written. I will give you the names. Okay, <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Mayhew. How did you choose opera, and when did you start singing? I started taking singing lessons when I was like seven. Okay, it was one of the many extracurricular activities. I'm sure you had many too. Well, did did your parents put you into it because that you sang and you were good? Yeah, yeah. I would harmonize like Disney tunes in the car. Like That's how everyone finds out <laughs> whether they've got it or not. Did you ever sing? Uh, Y- yes. Yeah. I was in choir. I mean, that was what you had Did to do. Did you ever do. take lessons or anything? God, no. No? Because I knew I sucked. I'm an alto or 
the low can, yeah. register. And I always wanted to be a soprano because all the cool people were sopranos. Oh, but there's way more work for altos. Oh, well. <laughs> I missed my calling because I always forced myself into the that soprano. That children's book narrative. And my mom, my mom, she says, you're actually a good singer, but sometimes I get caught up high. And then I, I, I'm like, huh, huh, and, and it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, but bad. I, it kind of sounds like you just were, everyone told you you were an alto, so you were like, oh, these, that's what I, you like got uh, in your head a bit. Maybe I should. The thing about high notes is you just can't get in your head about them. Well, we went to an opera okay. in New York, my family. And afterward, you know, we're all trying to do it yeah <laughs> trying to do it and i tried in the park somewhere in new york and i gotta say i wasn't so bad i i think we could i just listening to your speaking voice and knowing you sang in choir yeah. i think that you know if you wanted to just sing on the side i think you would like just take some lessons i think you would find that you have a voice there that's my and i don't say this to many people but i feel like op- opera it, to me is just looks so hard it looks exhausting it's really exhausting and hard and honestly knowing what i know now you know, I, I I have moments where I love it, but it's like a really difficult career that they don't prepare you for. Well, you're traveling all the time. Yeah, right? it's yeah, and it's just it's the kind of career where it's it's actually like the, the opposite of every, you know all the things that we do, you know, like the Insta- influencer yeah. world and all these things where you can sort of be a self-proclaimed expert in something and really have no qualifications whatsoever. Yeah. But if you just sort of show the world your expertise, yeah. And it could be all smoke and mirrors. Right. Like, you can make a career in that. And opera is, like, the polar opposite in every single way. I have two degrees in singing opera and still feel like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> like, really? It just looks, like, almost like you're damaging your throat. It's, I mean, you spend a lot of years studying technique to make as much, to produce as much sound yeah. and, like, as much, like, projection as possible. Because there's no mics, no mm-hmm. amplification, so you're just, it's, you know, like a lot of studying goes into making the maximum amount of sound yeah. in every register, which is hard because, you know, I make naturally make the most sound up top because I am a high soprano, but, okay. you know, so I've had to work for years on my lower register. So I could give me some of those alto vibes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> See, look, I, you stayed on the same key. <laughs> I'm telling you, a lot of people can't even do that. <laughs> No, it's a, it's it's an it's your videos of you just doing like the warm up or whatever. There's the yeah, I've shown some like warm ups and like I love lessons them. and stuff. Oh, thanks! They're so fun. I, I'm always very shy about sharing that stuff, but I, I people are really the people are very sweet when I post that yeah. stuff. Do you prefer the big theatrical shows or the smaller? You know, I saw you were even you did a performance at um, like a elderly facility when i mean those are do- low pro- yeah those are those are always so heartwarming like i in ottawa there's a veterans home that i yeah that my grandfather was at that and, yes yeah that yeah one. and yeah. i i mean there's just nothing like performing for it feels weird even using the word performing in that context yeah. but it's just you know this is the most appreciative tuned in yeah. audience and they just really value and appreciate you being there. It's just so, oh, it's so nice. I realized I never finished your question, though. Oh, yeah. About, sorry. sorry. I started singing at seven. Um, when it came time to apply for schools, I'm so sorry if this is boring. I no. just want to make sure I answer yes. the question of the one person who asked. Yeah. Hey, there's a couple here. <laughs> and uh, when it came time to apply for schools, I decided to just let the schools decide. Hmm. And I, I didn't want to regret. I have a phobia of regret. Like a lot of my life decisions come back to this phobia. So I was like, I don't want to regret one day not having pursued this talent okay. if there is something there. And so I applied to schools, got in with some scholarships, and then the rest is sort of history. I... Did the show help your career? 
No. I would say no. I still wonder to this day if it hurt it. I, I think may, I think I, it's come to about... It's, I've broken even. Just neutral. Yeah. I, I wish. <laughs> that wasn't my intention in going on the show. I kind of, I really wanted them to be separate, which is why I never sang on the show. But there was definitely a few years afterwards where I was like, this was a huge mistake. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I just don't feel like I was taken as seriously. Last question. Def Ventura, <laughs> and I don't know this. Maybe this is wrong. Is it true you're going to start a podcast with Andy? Is this what I wanted to do? But it's really hard to start a podcast. <laughs> do it. I, I don't know. We wanted to do a, by we, I mean me. Okay. Andy's <laughs> and like, he, mm. he, no, he's very game, but like, it's all on me. Like, I'm the okay. one that has to, you know, he's, he would just show up and talk. Is it about Bachelor? Or? No, it would be about, because we both really enjoyed our single lives while we were single. Okay. And I, I am, this is going to sound really arrogant, super arrogant but one thing i'm really like arrogant about is our relationship i just I, we have a really good healthy marriage and i think that um i would love to talk about relationships dating okay. from the perspective of that okay do you know what i mean start it anyway i want to do it i don't know if it's going to happen i, I don't want to be the kind of person that's like i'm starting a podcast honestly <laughs> There's no shame in the game. Uh, it's mostly it's you I, or someone else. So that's true. And I, honestly, like my main thing is Andy has the best single guy. Like single, he but, does you know, have great advice. He, yeah, his guy advice, like when it comes to dating and love, and yeah. you know the mistakes that women make and men make yeah. are just so damn good. And yeah. I like that he's not um, like he was. He lived in Manhattan his whole life. Like it is such a rat race, Oof. such a blood sport to date here. He's just, I don't know. I just. I really would, I think it would be a gift to, like, share his wisdom his with wisdom. you. Yeah. Pitch your, pitch everything. Oh. All the things. Oh, pitch. pitch well, what? make sure everyone hears your Insta, your blog, do it Oh, all. oh, so I say, like, yeah. at, oh, okay, my, my Instagram yep. is at Charlene Joint. It's my full name. Yeah. But it's spelled weird. S-H-A-R-L-E-E-N. Is that weird? Yeah, it's phonetic, but it's actually normally spelled with a C and an E-N-E at the end. Oh. And joint, too. I usually have to say joint, but with a Y. And then all Twitter's the pretty the pandas. Same. Yeah, alltheprettypandas.com is the blog. It it has high and lows in terms of season. Obviously, everyone comes for the recaps. Yeah. Well, and, once, what yeah. is it, May 13th? May. Get ready. May thir- I, you too, girl. <laughs> it really yeah, is it like It begins work. again. Yeah. It's work, but, you know, you kind of. There's a love-hate. I have a soft spot for it. You love it. I mean, I don't love it while I'm doing it, but then I'm, I'm so happy after. It's kind of like an, like doing like working out. I'm just telling you, if you haven't <laughs> looked at her blog, oh, it's you're so freaking good. May 13th, show up. Well, I love you. You're I love you, too. <laughs> okay. Thanks, right. guys, for listening. Charlene will be back because we have a lot more. <laughs> we talked about so much. We have a lot more speculation that we need to get behind so thank you <laughs> thank you for having me this was a total delight delight goodbye you guys Bye. love ya